Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yes. Raymond Felton right back. Seconds. Felton for three. With 1.3 to go. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula and today Raymond Felton is with the show. Raymond, how are you? Oh man, I'm doing great, man. Can't, can't complain. I'm blessed. Oh man, I'm, I'm so happy you're a part of the show. Um, he's, a, he's a new co-host here at the Believe in Hornets podcast. We're, here gonna, we're gonna be here every week. Um, Every Monday, every Monday night. So make sure you tune in, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. Um, the video version will be on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Sam Dracula. And yeah, man, like we got a, we, we got another point guard for the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be Raymond's point guard on this show. Um, I'm excited to pick his brain about all the things around the Charlotte Hornets and around the league. So yeah, Raymond, thank you so much. And honestly, from me to you, big fan, very big Thank fan you. from, your, from you. your time at UNC all through your career, man. Absolutely. Appreciate, it. I appreciate you joining in. Appreciate it. I need all my uh, all my Tar Heel guys out there, all my Tar Heel women, men, whoever, all my Tar Heel fans. I need y'all to tune in to this. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, I want to just do a quick touch base with you. Um, since we since we last saw you, um, 2019 um, in the playoffs. Uh, what what have you been up to uh, since um, your NBA career? Oh man, I mean, my last game was was hurtful. You yeah. know, and my man Dame Litter hit that big shot on us like that, and then gave us the wave to uh, to go home. Bye bye. So you know that 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 was that was hurtful. But um, uh, to to end your career like that and not knowing your career was going to end was tough, man. My first two years was. Uh, was rough, you know, doing something you love to do and have a passion for and just wake up and live for it. It's, it's, it's rough. You know, um, that post, that post basketball retirement is real. Like, you know, I tell all the young guys prepare for that, prepare ahead of time because, you know, you're going to go through a mental stage for a little bit. You really got to find yourself again and find what's your next purpose in life. And I think I finally found it. You know, I just started um, training training the youth, training kids and stuff, you know, you know, trying to get back in that way with skill work, still staying on the court. Um, I coach, I got an AAU program I started up called Felton Elite. So I started that up and just trying to coach and better myself, my better my knowledge towards the game and try to give some of the knowledge that I do have, you know, of the game to these, to these kids. And, um, Really, just trying to stay on the court, man. For real, just trying to be around that basketball, man. So, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been doing, man. Really, just you know, starting the um, Skills Academy, which is called FSA Felton Skills Academy, and then uh, my AAU program, Felton Elite. Is that uh, the Skills Academy based in Charlotte? Well, it's pretty much right now, but I'm finna move back to Dallas because I go to Dallas once a week, and I train out there, and I do stuff out here. So, but it's probably gonna end up being mainly in Dallas. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, where can people go if they want to like, find out more info on that? Oh, they can go right now. My website is getting built. So okay. I'm waiting on that to get done. But they can um, just basically email me at feltskillsacademy at gmail.com, you know, for any sessions. You know, I'm pretty much 
all around the way, all around the place right now with gyms, you know, yeah. try to get in whatever gym I can <laughs> out here just to get some work in. But, um, yeah, feel free, you know, if you, if your kids want to get some work in or you want to sign your kids up, just reach out to me at FeltonSkillsAcademy at gmail.com. I love to stay in the gym. I love to get that work in. So, Excellent. Excellent. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll jump into some Hornets talk. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to your favorite Olympic events. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. So right now, Hornets are 29 and 29. Um, Just kind of chilling basically in the ninth spot the hawks are like they're in a weird spot where the nets are, are still losing they're 0 10 last 10 games they're playing right now as we're speaking um so we'll see how that goes but the hornets aren't really catching up to the nets and the hawks aren't really catching up so the hornets are kind of hovered in the ninth spot at the moment um they play tuesday and they play thursday and then we got the all-star break um i'm curious about that in a second but uh raymond how, how you feeling about the squad right now being 500 at this stage of the season is that as expected going like given what expectations might have been going into the year um my honest opinion man i'm kind of up and down with it because they're a young team and they have some veterans over there you know in a sense but you know they're kind of missing that 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 locker room that older guy that that guy that kind of teaches some of these younger guys how to be professional, how to get ready for the next game, how to get ready for a big month, you know, how to get ready for back-to-backs. I mean, a lot of those things is pivotal, you know, and that is truly missed in the league when you look at some of these younger teams that's really, really good, like Charlotte. They got a great young nucleus, and they're going to be good. They're really good right now, and they show it in spurts where they put up 150-some points and, you know, just it's just exciting to see. And um, I think they're going to definitely be a playoff team no matter what the outcome is at the end. Um, yeah, they are up and down, which you got to understand that with season in the season, you're going to have a lot of injuries. Guys going to go in, guys going to go out. Um, a lot of key guys going to come in and out. And I think they've been dealing with that a little bit, but um, still excited to see. And I think, you know, with LaMelo and, you know, Bridges and Rozier, those guys, to me, those three guys is kind of like the the focal point of the team. You know, not taking away from Hayward or none of the other guys on the team. Don't get me wrong. But when you talk about the Hornets, you're really talking about those three guys and just the things that they do on a given night. And just the nucleus of that team, to me, is based around them. Um Two games going into the All-Star break. Whew. When I was playing, it depends on what team I was playing for at the time. <laughs> if I'm playing for something, then yes, you know, you're trying to go into the All-Star break. You want to win two games. You know, you're trying to get those two wins so you can really get your mind and relax and get ready for that second half coming back. But if you're on a team where, you know, when I first came in the league, 
Like, we just weren't going to make the playoffs at all. I mean, you just wait to get to that break. You yeah. want those two games out the way so you can go and get away from it for a little bit and, you know, kind of get your mind right and come back and try to finish the season as strong as possible. But um, I think for those guys, my biggest thing, what they need to do is, man, really just focus in because they are playing for something and they 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 definitely are a playoff team, in my opinion. Um, so just really buckle in, try to get these two wins so they can really relax, enjoy themselves. You know, the, those who go into the All-Star game go down there and really enjoy it and then get away, get off their feet for a little bit and then kind of get back in the gym close to two days, coming back and get things back flowing and then come in the second half and really try to get it going. Hopefully some of these guys who injured, they can come back and then um, they can try to make a strong push. So um, just for clarification purposes, how, mm-hmm. how do you view the play-in? Um, do you consider that the playoffs or the teams that – Leave or, and win out in the uh, in the play-in and enter the the top eight. Do you, do you just is that the playoffs? Yeah. See, my my, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence about it because I do understand that the game changes, the game evolves, and I think that's just a situation just showing that you know Adam Silver is trying to evolve the game. And, you know, bring something different and, you know, bring more competitiveness to the NBA and to the game. But I came in the league, you know, with the old school guys. Old school is, you know, if you ain't in that top eight, you going home. Yeah. You know, it's that simple, you know. And so I think a lot of guys is like, you know, mixed reviews about it. You know, they like, ah, oh, I don't believe in this. This this ain't true. But what if you are one of those teams who are in that 10? Yeah. <laughs> and, you, you know, you have opportunity to fight and get back in there. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I have mixed reviews about it. So, I can't really give you a, a true solid answer that I'm, I'm going either way with it because I am a type of person to understand that the game evolves. You know, when I came in the league, it was true point guards and, you know, Throwing that ball into a big man was a must. If you didn't, they was gonna get at you. Mm-hmm. Now is everybody shoot threes. You know, point guard scoring thirty a night. You know, <laughs> big man shooting threes. So you know, the game has definitely changed, man. So uh, I mean, it's just one of those things where I think Adam Silver really is just trying to evolve the game as well. Yeah. So like, what we're seeing from the play-in is having had an, a ripple effect to the trade deadline. Um, mm-hmm. A more teams are in it. So there's fewer sellers really becomes a, a seller's market. Like the advantage is on the seller side. And we mm-hmm. saw the Pelicans and the Kings make some decent sized moves to like try to be a nine seed or a 10 seed. Like, like, so what, what do you, I guess we can, I meant to talk about the, uh, the, um, the Halliburton and, and uh, Fox and Sabonis deal yeah. later in the show, but let's talk about it yeah. now. And the yeah. McCollum deal uh, with okay. New Orleans. Uh, right. What do you think? What do you make of those deals? And what do you think of the new mindset these teams have? Like, yo, we, if we if we get if if we can get to the ten seed at least, right. Right. I, I feel good about our chances in a playing scenario. Like, it's a new it's a new mindset we're seeing in the league the last two years. No question. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is. That's that's what the the situation is. It's playing games, and you know, everybody is you know making moves to stay in that spot or make sure they do get one of those spots. They had an opportunity to compete. And so you got to try to do what you got to do to um, better your team when it comes to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about what Sacramento did, I mean, it's a tremendous pickup, you know, add us a bonus. That's, that's big. That's really big. 
you know, keeping Harrison, which I know a lot of teams really wanted him, yeah. you know, keeping Harrison Barnes over there and, and, um, and me keeping Darren Fox. You know, I like Darren Fox. You know, I know a lot of people, you know, said that they should let him go in and keep Halliburton. I like Darren Fox. I, I mean, nothing against Halliburton. He's a great player, young guy. He's going to be really good in his league. You know, he can really run a team, hit an open shot, plays plays the game the right way. Like, I, I really love his game, taking nothing from him. But for that particular team, I like Darren Fox for them. I like him for them, and I like Mitchell coming yeah, off the bench. Say. Yeah, I love Mitchell coming off the bench. So, I think, to me, Sacramento won in that situation. They won in that situation by Addison Bonus, a legit all-star big who's to me is one of the top four bigs that, that we have in this league right now. You know, he's definitely one of the top. You know, when you talk about bigs, you have to mention him. So, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's different to see when you see a team that's really not – supposed to be in the playoffs, but they make a moves because they know they got to play in games. And, yeah. you know, so like you said, it's a, it's a buyer's market, but it is what it is. But then on top of that, you go with CJ McCollum. Everybody knows that was going to get broken up at some point. Like, yeah. you know, in all these years and, you know, y'all did some great things. Don't get me wrong. Y'all, y'all made it to the Western Conference Finals and, you know, y'all have done some amazing things, both of y'all as individuals and for that city and just for the organization, period, just throughout the NBA. They both have been, you know, two of the best backcourts that we can, that we've seen, you know, in, in, in a long time. So, but with that being said, you know, everything must end at some point if they, if you don't win. So that trade didn't surprise me, but him going there, adding him with Ingram, you know, uh, it would have been way, way better if you can have Zion mix in there with yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I know I really like, you know, Valachunas over there. I think he's very underrated. That's a big, you know, gets the job done, plays hard, um, stay within his game, big body. But, um, um, Deontay Graham, who was out, who was in Charlotte, you know, did some great things while he was here. You know, very solid point guard, can really shoot it, you know, not scared of taking the big shots. So, you know, they really have a, a nice team that they put together, adding a guy like CJ, who's who's been in big games, who's capable of, you know, putting the ball in his hand and him winning games for you is really big for them. You know, I like Ingram, and he's a guy that's capable of that too. You know, he is an all-star, and um, he can't put the ball in that basket. But, you know, CJ is just one of those guys where you just know for sure. You put in his hand, game online, you know, you got a you got 95% chance that he's going to do something good. Yeah, and then Hornets fans, a reminder. I know it may be sacrilege to root for the Pelicans given what happened, <laughs> the franchise relocation and that, but if the Pelicans make the playoffs, the Hornets get their first-round pick. So just – be, it may be bittersweet, but like we, we need, we're on the Pelican side now, right? At least for this season, we want their pick. We want their pick. And the moves they made, they're like with Zion coming back eventually. Like they're making a strong case, strong case no for themselves question. down there. No question. <laughs> um, I think um, I think let's take a quick break and then we'll we'll talk about like uh, Lamelo making the All Star team and being like okay. Team Durant and all that. Back okay. in a sec. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. 
NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So we now know LaMelo will be on Team Durant uh, for the All-Star Game. Um, his teammates will be Joel Embiid, John Morant, Jason Tatum, Andrew Wiggins, Trey Young, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, uh, not Draymond Green. He's out injured. And um, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton. Actually, Zach Levine's out injured. I'll talk about that in a second. Chris Middleton, uh, DeJounte Murray, and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, DeJounte Murray, injury replacement, as is LaMelo for Draymond and Durant, respective, respectively. Um Levine may be questionable, I think. Um, he got injured, I think, today. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, for sure, out is James Harden. And um, Jared Allen from Cleveland will replace him. That came out today. Uh, Raymond, what do you think about uh, Jared Allen making the squad and, and playing in front of his hometown? Not a hometown, but his home crowd. Yeah, the home crowd. Um, I think it's well-deserved. I really thought he should have been picked um, for the beginning. Him and Garland, they both been playing extremely well. Um, for what JB Bickerstaff is doing down there with that team is nothing but amazing. Um, those guys are young, but they hungry. They play the ball. They play the game the right way. They play hard. They play defense. And those two guys are just, you know, just leading the pack. You know, Jared in that paint doing great. Him and Mobley. Um, then you got Garland out there who just, to me, man, he's out there having fun. He says every night I watch him, man, he's just a, a kid out there with the basketball. Like he's at the park having a good time, just hooping, smiling, you know, just, you know, love what he's doing. And he's a he's one heck of a player on top of it. So um, definitely well deserved from both of those guys. You know, I really think everybody who's who was replacements, you know, could have been picked just as easy as anybody else who was picked to me, you know, saying Deontay Murray. Um putting up triple doubles almost every other night, man. Looking at his his stat line, you know, he's close to a triple double by one rebound, one assist, you know, almost yeah. every other night if he don't even get the triple double. You know what I'm saying? So Steel he's are crazy too. He's man, just ends, man. yeah, he's um he's definitely, you know, changed his game around off the ACL tier and just really came back with a with a mindset of, you know, y'all thought I was gone, but I'm still here. And I like that. I love that kids who have that fight like that, who come back with that determination and uh, really, you know, show the league that I'm an elite player. <clears throat> then you got the, of course, the 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 hometown team, you know, here in yeah. Charlotte, you know, with Lamelo, him making it. I think definitely well deserved. You know, this kid is um special. 
He's a kid that's definitely, you know, it's scary that how good he is right now, but he really has nowhere near his peak of where his game could go. And that's saying a lot because he's really good right now. He rebounds the ball. He pushes the ball. He can shoot it. He sees passes before other people can even imagine where he's throwing the ball at. Then all of a sudden somebody runs right into it. Um, you know, he's just somebody who has a great feel of the game, man. It's just something you can't teach, something you don't know how to coach, just something you got to have. And, um, that's just a, a talent. It's a gift, and he has it. So if he continues to work, 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 and don't get complacent of where he's at because he made All Star team, and you know he's he's you know he's has a name now. Like if he stays just in that gym and works mm-hmm. and keep getting better, um, sky's the limit for this kid, man. But well, definitely if, well deserved. If you if like if you're in the locker room with Lamelo, what, what things would mm-hmm. you be telling him to work on? I'm on him every day. Yeah. Like, I'm on him. Like, let's go. We in the gym. First one's in there. Last one's out. Like, I get it. You know, you young, but you still got to stay hungry. I know you, you're the man on the team, but you still got to stay hungry. You got to keep working. Stay in this gym. Like, let's go get some shots up at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was your age, too. Yes, I want to go out in the city. Charlotte is beautiful. Charlotte, Charlotte is wonderful. But, hey, that, that's still going to be there. Let's go get this work in first. You know, take a shower. Then you can go step out for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, got to stay in that gym, man. I would be in his ear. Stay in this gym. Stay in this gym. This, this ain't going to last forever. Maximize it while you're here. Maximize it while you're here. Just stay in that gym. Work. Work on your game. Work on your body. Work on everything. Like, I would just be in his ear, man. Some of the things that, you know, I wish I would listen to at, a, at an earlier age of just always staying focused on just not just the basketball side of it, but just really, you know, taking care of your body, man, taking care of yourself, of how you eat, your diet, and, you know, conditioning and just different things like that. Like, if I would have just, you know, to me, if I would have listened to my OGs the way I should have, which I did, but, you know, you have your moments where you just want to just, you know, enjoy being an NBA person, enjoy having some money in your pocket. And, you know, you just got to learn. I'm the, to me, I wish I had the opportunity to just let them learn from my mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell y'all ahead of time, like, just don't do it. Like, like just make sure you stay in that gym, man. Maximize this time because, you know, unfortunately, things can happen. You know, see a lot of guys that gets hurt, get get hurt, never can recover from it. You know, just like that, their career is gone and that, that sucks. So mm-hmm. why are you there? Why are you playing? Take advantage, for real. Yeah, you know, um, we'll talk about the Herald trade in a little bit here. But, um, you know, the Ish Smith was in that deal. Uh, the veteran backup point guard, he mm-hmm. is now went back to – uh, to the Wizards, so yeah, like you have Terry in the backcourt. He's he's played a, a like a good amount of time in the league in some big games. So I think yeah. uh, Ish played with a lot of different teams. He's been in the league a long time. Uh, I think there's still some veteran leadership in that locker room. Like it's not a complete loss, but it is a loss in in the in what you just described. You know, one right. fewer person that can be like, hey man, you should be just consider this, this, and this because right. it'll pay off down the line. No question. You got to have somebody in there that, that these young guys respect, that these young guys know that has uh, has the years and the body of work to, like, understand that, okay, this guy's done this for, you know, 14, 15, 16 years. You know, he's done something right. So let me let me listen to him. Let me, you know, let me pay attention to what he's saying. So that that's definitely a big thing. And the Hornets are, are just uh, looking at the roster construction. It's an interesting place they are right now. Because the longest tenured member of the team is in his fourth year in the league, uh, Miles Bridges, right? He's the only guy on the team that's played with Kemba, right? Like, he's the only carryover from that era. 
um, mm-hmm. which a speaks to the work the front office has done in a very short amount of time. Like the roster mm-hmm. turnover, turnover in the last few years has been remarkable mm-hmm. uh, to be yeah. to lose a, a star, a franchise guy like Kemba and to have an all star again. Like it. 2020, 2020, 2021, three years later, basically. Three years, yeah. Um, and to be in a playoff position three years later. That's that's some pretty solid work by Mitch, MJ, and the rest of the front office, Brego. No question. Um, mm-hmm. what, do, what do you think about the, the 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 state of the franchise at this point? Like the the amount of work they've they've pulled off the last few years. Hey, come on, man. You know these my Carolina guys. You know we know basketball, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta get love to my Carolina guys, yeah. man. We we know the game, man. But you know, hey, it's it's always tough when you have to, you know, we have to walk away from a guy who who did so much from the city and you know, um, was the heart and soul for the city for a long time, mm-hmm. which was Kimba. You know, what I'm saying he he brought that excitement, that spark back to the city, man. And um, I, I know Charlotte and all the Charlotte fans, MJ Alden, would be forever grateful for with Kimba for that, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, like I said, it's one thing about this NBA, everything must move on, you know, everything lasts and everything has to end. And unfortunately, you know, they had to move away from him and, you know, reconstruct what they was doing. And like you said, I think they did one hell of a job of what they've been doing. They've been doing amazing. And just to have a team that they have just this fast with a whole bunch of young guys being your core, and still able to win, it just shows, you know, them just really doing their work and, you know, really, you know, putting together a real solid team and, and a team that's going to be here for a while and have a future. So mm-hmm. um, that's definitely have to get my heads off to Mitch and MJ and, you know, Buzz and all those guys who who's over there in the mix with all that. So uh, you so Bridges was drafted <clears throat> in 2018. You, you crossed paths with him right on the floor, right? Yeah. Uh, what, what was your takeaway when you played against him? And when you watch him now, right. can you see the difference? It's like night and day. When I saw him, he was just a young kid who was just throwing his shoes and just jump at the top of the backboard. <laughs> as soon as he walked in the gym, now he's just, you can tell that he's a, he, he's worked at his game at, as a pro, you know, just work, work, worked on his shot, worked on just knowing, you know, where, where he's going to get his money at. And that's, and that's saying a lot for a kid that's that young and, you know, really, you know, worked and figured it out. And um I'm I'm happy for him, man. I hope they make sure that he doesn't leave Charlotte. I mean I hope they give him his money. I think it's well deserved. Um he's been nothing but you know, loyal and great and just a hardworking kid. You know, I know, you know, MJ love kids like that. So, you know, I look forward to seeing them really get rewarded this summer and getting a, a nice, a nice contract. Oh, same. Um, I've said on stream before, if, if Miles leaves Charlotte for nothing, you know, signing trades, I can cope with that. I don't want him to leave at all. But if he does, I'm done with the channel. Like, I'm deleting my YouTube channel <laughs> if Miles Bridges leaves for free. I can't, I, can't, I can't make videos anymore if that's the case. Yeah, um, I don't think it's going to happen. I, we started, like, Bridges bet on himself in college going back an extra year. He bet on mm-hmm. himself this past summer um, mm-hmm. by, like, because I think he's earned himself a lot more money this year yeah. especially so yeah. and every year has gotten better added more to his game so i think you know with him and Lamelo, two guys that complement each other very well by very well. like um you look at teams who have young stars 
it's it's a it's too hard. It's really hard to get two young stars. It's even harder mm-hmm. to get two young stars to complement each other that don't play the same position. Like Pacers, like Pacers, for instance, Sabonis and Turner. There's a lot of budding heads there um, mm-hmm. stylistically. Even as with, the, with Philly, with Simmons and Embiid, like stylistically, they occupy a lot of the same space on the floor. Mm-hmm. Miles and Lamelo to be drafted by the same team at around the same time and complement each other so well is so key. We're in a very fortunate place right now uh, from a roster construction point of view if you're a Hornets fan. No question. I totally agree. So uh, Montres Harrell, the newest Hornet, uh, Ish Smith, uh, Vernon Carey Jr., and I think a second-round pick sent to D.C. to the mm-hmm. Wizards for Montres Harrell. Harrell is an unrestricted free agent in the summer. Um, he's a North Carolina guy. Uh, we've seen two games from him thus far against the Pistons. He jumped off the plane and went nuts against the Pistons, as did everybody. <laughs> you can really tell the energy lifted up um, mm-hmm. away at, uh, at Detroit. And then they had, the next night, they hosted the Grizzlies, a very different game. Uh, the mm-hmm. first half was pretty brutal uh, for the squad. The second half was completely different. The team went big, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. JT Thor played a lot of the fourth quarter with Miles and PJ on the bench. Like The Hornets really showed they go roll out a big lineup against a big team when you're playing against Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson Jr., both of whom fouled out in that game. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you make of the Harold deal um, initially? We'll start with that. Uh, okay. Harold coming into Charlotte. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's big. I think it's really big. They need a, a, a big energy guy like that that's going to, you know, fire those guys up, fire the bench up, you know, fire the fans up. Um, to me, I think, you know, one of the best – Power forward, center, play with either one of those positions that that's in the game right now. Just his energy level, just the way he plays. You know, he's a big that got a lot of speed down there in the post. You know, with his moves, quick off his feet with rebounds. I mean, he just he just plays with a a, a level of passion. You know, what I'm saying a level of intensity that all teams would love to have him. Um, so. I think it's a, it's a it's a great pickup. You know, definitely a guy that you want to have on your team when you're trying to get ready to go into the postseason and going into the second half of, of the season. So I think he's going to be a big attribute for the team, hands down. Yeah, it seemed like Terry and him, college teammates, mind you, which is really cool also. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like no, no question about the chemistry there between them two. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that fourth quarter, like tossing it to Trez, um, in the box and then the team floating around that was really interesting. We haven't really seen that in the mm-hmm. half court from the mm-hmm. team. So I'm curious, you know, they play Tuesday and Thursday. If we see more of that um, as Trez gets more comfortable with the squad and uh, finds his footing with the rotation. Um, I'm looking at PJ and Book Knight as like some like ripple effect, uh, positive. Out, this out is a terrible sentence. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think PJ. I think ripple effects of this deal will, 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 will improve PJ and, and Book Knight. Book Knight um, is going to occupy some of the Ish Smith minutes. Um, Bregos talked about um, the backcourt being a rotation of Terry, LaMelo, and Book Knight with Terry playing some point guard, Book Knight playing some two. Um, just seeing how it goes. We, you know, fans have been waiting to see Book Knight play. This is the time. We'll see what he does with it. And then with PJ, last year he was playing center. Um, he was, he's, I think he's one of the best shooters on the team. And but last year was a lot asked to. He was asked to do a lot of the dirty work last year with Harold. Harold's going to do the dirty work. And I think we'll free up PJ <laughs> to get some more shots off, which will then like, help with the floor spacing in general. So uh, wh- how do you feel about Book Knight from what you've seen thus far and, um, and PJ this year? Um, and what do you think they can maybe accomplish now that Harold is in the mix? Like you said, with PJ, gives him opportunity like to not be 
in the paint as much and being an abuser and, you know, he can stay around the perimeter a little bit and really, you know, shoot that sweet jump shot that he has as a as a big. Um then we call we go with the, the young kid, look right. But with him, I think it's just time. Yeah. I think it's just reps, just playing and getting a feel of the NBA game coming from college. Um very athletic from what I've seen. Um can score the basketball, can shoot it. Um, I wouldn't put it in his hand as a point guard right now. So I think him playing the two, that second unit, and letting Rozier play the point is definitely big and definitely key. Um, but other than that, like him being a scorer and being a, a really a, could be a key piece to them going into the second half, you know, that's a lot of pressure for a young guy. But, you know, you playing on a young team that's really good and a young team that has playoffs, you know, in their in their in their in their view. So you gotta come out ready to play. So I hope he really take this time, you know, and an all star break to really get himself together, get ready. I'm not saying he's not, but just, you know, get his mind right is what I'm saying mentally to come out of the second half and really contribute and help this team out, you know, the way that I know he can. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um I think um, one of the knocks, one of the like knocks on him. I'm doing air quotes for folks listening. Um, him coming into the league was like he, he's not. He can't be a. His skills as a primary ball handler weren't there. Like weren't developed, and that's was, he wasn't asked to do it in college. Like he was the the secondary. He was a secondary ball handler there. He was a he was a wing scorer there, um, and so you know we saw him in summer league and the G League working on that. And I think that's 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 his like biggest area of growth and if he pulls mm-hmm. that off with, with his athleticism and scoring ability I think the future is mm-hmm. very bright with Book Knight and um, I think the teams that passed on him in the draft because he fell um, to the 11th spot for, with the Hornets like, I don't think a lot of, we didn't expect him to be there a lot of the draft projections didn't expect him to be there he didn't expect to be there if you saw the look on his face he was pissed he fell to 11th and as a Hornets fan I like that I like that attitude right. 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 Um, it, it reminds me he has a lot of the same kind of like from what I can see, it seems like he has the same kind of mental makeup as Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. Um, people who like felt like I'm gonna prove a lot of people wrong with my play on the court. So I like that. Uh, so I like where the future's headed with the squad, um, and I like I, I'm hopeful for the rest of the season. The issue now, though, really is Hayward, Cody Martin, McDaniel's all out, um, all out with ankle injuries, um, which is unfortunate. Hayward. Um, is the most recent um, name on the injury list. He'll be back maybe around mid-March. Cody Martin and McDaniels are already ruled out for uh, Tuesday night's game. You know, it's Monday when we're recording this. They're already like, no, they're not playing. Um, Mm. So when the team is going through this, three guys who pretty much play the same position all Mm -hmm. at the same time out, like the deepest part of this team is far like the is the wing and losing (laughs) Hayward, Martin and McDaniels all at the same time. It's pretty brutal. (laughs) Yeah, it's um, tough. It's pretty brutal. Uh, so if you're in the locker room, how do you cope with something like that? What do you say to your, your teammates? Uh, what do you say to the young guys who may not like be expecting to play as much? They may be playing more, JT Thor especially. Like, hey, it's like, yeah, you just got to stay ready, young man. Hey, like, you you got to stay ready. This is your opportunity. You know, this is what NBA is about. That's why we have a big 15, 17-man roster. You know, two, three guys go down. I need three guys to come in and step up. 
You know, this is why you put in the extra work. This is why, you know, you do all the extra stuff as a young guy after practice, before practice, because they prepare you for this moment because it's just inevitable. Like, it's going to happen. Somebody's going to get go get hurt. Somebody's going to go down for a little bit. It's just how it is when you have such a long season. So um, those guys just always stay ready, man. You have to always stay ready because you never know when your number's going to be called and you never want to miss the opportunity. Because one thing about it, there's 29 other teams in this league that's looking. So if you don't get that opportunity with them, who knows who might get the call, you know, to, hey, listen, we want this kid. What we got to do to get him from you, y'all? Y'all not really playing him. Y'all don't need him right now, but we do. You know, so you get, they have to always keep that in mind. Like, you know, I'm never telling nobody to leave the team that I'm on, but I also tell them you always got to understand that this ain't the only team that's in this NBA. This ain't the only team that you're basically auditioning for. You know, you got to you gotta always remember that. So that was one of the main things I used to try to tell the young guys. You may not be playing here, but there's somebody's watching. So always keep doing what you're supposed to do at all times. So that's that's really what I would tell those young guys, man. It's, it's unfortunate that all three of those guys is out, and I hope they get back. Right. We got one. We got one heck of a trainer over there with Joe Sharp. You know, Joe Sharp came in with me when I was in Charlotte. So you know, I've known him. We was with each other in um, OKC. You know, my my last co my last two years. So you know, that was kind of you know ironic for me to like have him when I first came in yeah. and then have him on my way out. So that was that's my guy, man. You know, they got a great they got a great um great you know medical staff over there. So they, those guys will be fine. They get back and hopefully, like I said, when the second half of the season come, they'll get healthy and make a real strong push. Yeah. Cause uh, East is wide open, man. Like <laughs> it, it, it's wide open. It's there to be had. Um, and they got to strike now. Cause um, you know, I don't know when Simmons is going to play for the Nets, but the Nets are down bad right now um, mm-hmm. with their injuries and Kyrie only being available for away games. So like it's, it, they, the Hornets can make a push if they fix a few things and get healthy again, right? Um, no question. Well, speaking of Simmons, um, we'll get out of here on this. Um, Harden for Simmons. Um, Seth Curry going to Brooklyn. Andre Drummond going to Brooklyn. Uh, what do you make of this deal? It's been – it, it kind of went from just kind of cold to like really hot, and then all of a sudden it was done. Uh, <laughs> right. What do you make of that? Um, I ain't going to say it was a surprise because, you know, I wanted something to happen because I was getting tired of the talks yeah. about it. Like, just get them out of there. Do whatever y'all got to do. Get them out of there. Obviously, y'all don't want them to go for nothing. Y'all want something for them. Like, figure something out. Because, you know, he is a good player. But, you know, whatever went down in there, one thing I don't speak on, being a player, I don't speak on what, what goes on because you never know the whole story. You never know the truth or what's, what it is. There's always two sides to it. You have being sent aside, you have the organization side. So uh, one thing I don't do is get into that. I don't speak on it because I've been a player and I know how it goes. So whatever whatever needs to be done to make sure both parties is happy, most both parties is satisfied. And I think with this trade, I think both parties is happy. Ben Simmons is happy that he's out of there and then he's with a good team amongst a lot of good players. And then James, you know, going to another team where, you know, he's with a, another bona fide all-star and just a great team, great coach, great coaching staff and, um, and a great city to play in, you know, down in Philly. So um, I think it's a win-win for everybody at the end of the day. I didn't think it was going to be James. I really thought it was going to be a Ben Simmons for Kyrie um, trade because I don't think he needs to be vaccinated in, in, in Philly. I don't think he needs that to play at home and on the road. So, you know, I thought it was going to be a thing where, you know, they did a trade like that for Ben Simmons and then Kyrie go there 
But um, with James, when I heard it, I was like, well, you know, it'll, it'll work for both if they do make it happen. Because, you know, Ben can't really help when KD gets back. You know, he can he really can do a lot. You know, he does a lot on both ends of the court. So, you know, I'm just happy to see that he's back in back in a, in a situation where we're going to see him on the court again. For real. Yeah, I, like I think it's one of those rare win-win trades. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, Harden reunites with Daryl Morey. Harden's play style fits very well with Joel Embiid. Uh, and then the idea of Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons on the same team is kind of crazy when you think about it. The mismatches they can cause. Uh, so, and then Seth with this four spacing and drum getting some boards. Like the Nets badly needed some size and man. So they. I think they were both. I think both teams. Man, at the end of the day, if the Nets get healthy, yeah, added Ben Simmons, that's scary. Like yeah. you know, a lot of people are not thinking about it. Then you add an Andre Drummond. You really can't forget about Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond can be a, a real dominant, dominant big. Lamarcus Aldridge is playing great. You know, he's he's been putting up some big numbers when he's been healthy and been able to play this year. You know, Patty Mills is a bona fide shooter. Mm-hmm. Seth Curry is a bona fide shooter. Then I don't know what's going on with um, the other shooter. Um, when he comes back, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem if all these guys get healthy and they got this whole team together. I like the young kid, Claxton. He's real good. You know, I like my other um, Tar Heel guy over there, the big, other big kid. He's really good. Um, the the kid, the Cam, the Cam kid that came from LSU. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's another bona fide scorer coming off the bench. Um, I mean – I think they really have something over there. It's just all about getting guys like like KD healthy because yeah. without him, they're not going to win it. Like It's just what it is. You, you got to have that guy if you talk about winning the whole thing. Um, the Kyrie situation, like I said, like, it's another one of those things that you can't speak on. You know, it's, it's that man right. If you don't want to do it, then that's him. I know a lot of people think it's selfish. A lot of people have their own comments on how they feel about it. And it's like, I mean... We're living in the different times right now. You know, a lot of guys who spoke on it, a lot of guys who said, oh, he's being this, he's being that. And it's like, but y'all never had to deal with this type of situation when y'all was playing. Mm-hmm. We didn't deal with the, we didn't deal with COVID-19. We didn't deal with no big old pandemic like this. Who knows that if you want to want to take that shot back when you was playing, but you're making this statement like, like it's just like, oh man, just take the shot. It's like, would you have done it in your time when you was playing? You know, so this is like, you know, I think a lot of people judge in a situation where you really just don't understand. Like that man, maybe he really don't believe in it. He really don't want to take it. And as a as a man, as a human being, and as a person who has his rights, how can I be mad at him? You know, I can't be mad at him about it. You know, do I want to see him out there playing each and every game? Yes, because, you know, he's one of the most talented players, if not the most talented player in the NBA, talent-wise, just mm-hmm. things that he can do. I mean, it's exciting to watch him play. And I think if he did play every game, they really would be scary. They really, you really would be talking about the Brooklyn Nets, you know, it's definitely a, a lot to win it. You know, I mean, that's just unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I mean, like I said, there's just another subject that I can just go on and on and up, <laughs> on and on about. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, that man has his rights. And, you know, you know, Kyrie, you know, I, I hopefully, hopefully, you know, something works out at some point where, you know, you do figure it out, you know, whatever it is you decide to do, you know, because I know those fans and, you know, just Brooklyn, just the organization period, just definitely wants you out there more for sure. Yeah. And, you know, as 
as a as a neutral, I want the Sixers and the Nets in the first round. I need that. I need it. So whether like if we can get that, give like sign me up. Sign me up. That's gonna be an incredible series. Um, That's gonna be brutal. <laughs> if you saw Durant's energy on the 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 uh, All Star draft, refusing to draft James Harden, I want to see yeah, that I'll on see the that. floor. Like, it's, it's, there's the, the storytelling, the narratives that it could be really some interesting basketball. Plus, it's gonna be that's both teams fully healthy. That's a hell of a matchup. No storylines story involved at all. And then you I'll add in all you. the drama on top. It, this could be some interesting stuff. <laughs> But uh, yo, Raymond, man, I first one in the books. I appreciate that you you're with the show. Um, I'm excited to talk to you about basketball on a weekly basis. It's really dope. So uh, yeah. thank you once again, my man. Oh man, listen, man, I'm I'm loving this. I have fun tonight. So this is this is something I'm definitely gonna look forward to every every week, man. I'm looking forward to it. This is fun. All right, thank you so much, and thank you for no listening. Problem. You've been listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.